When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Test at home with results in 15 minutes with Helgen COVID rapid antigen tests from Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is Tuesday the 12th of April. It's just after 6 o'clock. Hope you're having a good Tuesday, wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in. Baz and Izzy, Tony Kemp, Louis Herman, what in the house? And Joe's lucky I'm down here. Anyway, going to wrap into our show. What do we got coming up? This morning, to start the show, we're going to catch up with Kempi's mate. Just after second, after uh, 7 o'clock, I must say, League Hardman, Tawara Nico, played 378 first-class games in league, and he is one of the hard men. Played for the Storm, Cronulla Sharks, Bankstown Bulldogs. He's done it all. The Tigers as well. So we're going to have a wee chat to Tawara Nico just after 7 o'clock about league and what he's been up to lately and then following that we're going to talk some NBA. NBA crunch time is upon us. The, the reason why teams grinded out 80 odd regular season games, playoffs. Playoffs are amongst us, are, are among us I must say. The Lakers are nowhere to be seen. They're out. A stacked team. The Lakers, they are always there or thereabouts come playoffs. They are not there. They are gone. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Camelo Anthony Star-studded team, but nowhere to be seen. So we're going to have J- Michael J. Duarte uh, from the United States going to come on and just tell us a little bit more about what's going on in the NBA and the teams that are on fire. Miami Heat, number one seeds uh, in the East, in the West, I must say. And then you've got the, the Phoenix Suns, the other number one seed. So there's some teams that haven't been in the playoffs for a long time that are there or thereabouts. So it's good to see. And then after eight, we will have a good catch-up with Baz Skip McCullum, who, who has been leading his KKR team in the IPR. They're currently sitting second on the ladder behind the Rajasthan Royals. And uh, we're going to have a good catch-up with him. They've got a week off, 
over in Mumbai. So he's been playing golf today and doing a bit of team bonding, barbecuing. So we we'll catch up with him just after 8 o'clock. And then 8.40, we're going to open up the phone lines and we want to hear from you. We want to chat to you. Not only then, throughout the morning, if there's anything that you would love to chat about, let us know on double eight double three because yesterday we've already had a message come straight through from six at six oh two from Charlie and we're gonna have a chat about this, lads. I'm gonna say good morning and then I'll rip into this text message. After the, that review into the Black Ferns rugby, how can Glenn Moore possibly still be in charge of the team? Mind boggling. That was from Charlie and you said the same thing last night, Kempi on the WhatsApp machine, mate. How are ya? Yeah, good, good morning, morning and uh, good morning. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, the review. I read the review too, um, which was sent through through us, I guess, uh, just to get our heads around it. I sort of couldn't make sense of 26 changes um, required or 26 recommendations and the coach retain his role. Um, mm. So it wasn't just the coach. I, I guess if what they were talking about for me was a high-performing um, structure and yet they stuck with the same performing structure that uh, that went into review it should have, I, I think mm. part of that review should have been um, we need to assess the current structure and then decide whether or not it, it can deliver on the 26 recommendations so I totally agree with Charlie I was left a little bit dumbfounded um, because the, the article read we've had this review and named all the people on it um, Mm. who did the review, and then right at the back end of it, which people tend to remember, was the coach talking about what he's going to do taking the team to the World Cup. It sort of brushed over everything really quickly, and I I thought, you know, that was a, a pretty um, smart bit of, uh, I guess, uh, information or, or uh, mm. journalism by the by the powers that be to, to structure it that way to say, oh, you know, we're not we're not going to answer any questions. We're just going to let you know that Glenn Moore's still the still the coach, and yet we've been in a review, and we need to to rec- put these twenty six recommendations in place. So, mate, it'll be interesting. What I want to know is what happened to the I guess the whistleblower, because um, they're not they're mm. not they're not whistleblowers. They're they're basically people that have the courage to stand up and say that there's something wrong. And in this case, you have to think that um, there was something wrong because they they've come up with twenty six mm. recommendations. So, even if it if we take away what the original complaint was, it created a review to identify 26 recommendations to take the team forward. So it'll be really interesting yep. to see what happens with the players in that sense as well. Mate, it's, yeah, you, Tekura, I think she's, yeah, it'll be a pretty long way for her to come back. And, and there's no disrespect to her. Like, she stood up and she's made that decision. She's come out and look what's unfolded now. She'll be... You know, and I, I'm pretty sure there would have been a lot of other girls in that situation at the moment, but we're just probably too afraid to to make a stance and, and stand up and, and do what Tekura did. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that you say that. And then what you've seen unfold as of late with New Zealand rugby, is it is it panic stations with what they're doing? Like they've obviously got Wayne Smith in there, they've got Mike Cron. So really, is Glenn Moore and, and the rest of the coaching staff, are they actually coaching? Or are they actually been told? Like, if you're a head coach, say you're in there, um, Kempi, and you've been a coach, and they bring in all these world class coaches to pretty much reshape the team, put, send them in a whole different direction to what you have been doing. How would you feel? Would you be like, I've lost reins here. I've lost control of this team. I've I've really just got to do what I've I'm been told. Or would you? 
would you be all for it because you want the better of the team and the, the team is, is bigger than you are? Or, or how, how would that make you feel seeing Wayne Smith and Mike Cron come in? Oh, look, I, th- I think having Wayne Smith and Mike Cron in that, like, mate, let's be honest, they're the All Black. Um, mm. They've had success with the All Black. So uh, any team that those two are associated with can only be a good thing. I, I guess what you're really talking about is how it was done. And you yeah. tend to you tends to lead down once you read the article that the decision in and around putting that support in there before it came out, um, the the recommendations came out was trying to put I guess some of the 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 recommendations in place beforehand. To be brutally honest, uh, he must be feeling a little bit vulnerable. The head coach uh, and and all of the coaching staff. If the CEO mm. is making these decisions, because that's who ultimately makes these decisions, is to implement um, assistant coaches all the way around him to to get his, I guess, his team up to what they think is a standard that needs to be uh, implemented in it, in at the in at that um, that top level. So, yeah, a bit a bit um, each way on this one is uh, look. If there was no if there was no review. And they had offered up, hey, look, we think that, you know, Wayne Smith wants to come in and support you with Mike Cron. I think it's fantastic, personally. But mm. the circumstances tend to, to lead to, we try to put, we're going to put these recommendations in place beforehand and actually before we announce it. You've got no say in this. We're putting Wayne Smith beside you and, and, and Cron beside mm. you as well. And, and they're going to um, come in and, and put some structure into the side. Because that's ultimately what they're talking about is some structure. Mm, love it, love it. I'm just going to read the the key findings of the review uh, for everyone out there that doesn't really have a, an inkling of, of what's went on. But these are the key findings of the Black Ferns review. Challenges exist in the Black Ferns high-performance environment with the transition to a semi-professional model. The culture among the players is strong, but is not, le- not fully aligned with the management. Management structures do not always appro- appropriately support the Black Ferns culture and environment. Players' leadership structure is positive but needs refinement. Significant communication issues exist between players, coaches, management and player unions, health and well-being gaps in the environment for players and management, and NZR structures have not sufficiently supported women's high-performance rugby. So those are the key findings that I've, I've got right in front of me. There's obviously a lot more, but Kempe, but the one thing that really stands out is there's just no really alignment between what the management want and the buy-in from the players. And that is the biggest no-no. When you've got a coach that's lost the change room, that's when you know that that's panic stationed. And you saw that in that tour last year when they went over to England, and England pumped them by about 50. You could just see the, the separation and the hunger and the desire and kind of direction that they were going is is probably not where they needed to be. So, yeah, but it's, it's it's interesting what's going on, mate. Yeah right, you you know and right you know dead right is he? It's man if you lost if you've lost the changing room you ain't getting it back mm. no matter how many reviews you've had you know if you yeah you know, mm. I got I got a story I got a story for you all right and if people haven't worked it out now they 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 should do is that I speak I I'm got I've got my own mind I speak my own mind I've got you know what I think is right and what I think is is wrong there's sort of no grey area. Well, anyway, mm. I broke my arm in Leeds when I was playing at Leeds, and you can Google who the, who this person is. I'm not going to say his name, but I came back after I was coming back after I broke my arm four times, and I came, I coming back to play. I remember walking into the into the coaches uh, into our in our team room, 
and the we had three um, English boy, African English boys, yeah, um, Daz, Faz, and Marcus, and. I looked at their face and I, I like I was sort of I was the captain but I wasn't didn't have the C they'd gone with a young young captain by the name Eston Harris, but I was I was basically the captain. The boys would talk to me about everything because I knew that I'd listen and 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 I'd got their back. Anyway, I walked in, I saw these three boys sitting there, and they said, oh, and Faz who was the senior of them all, I said, "What's up, Faz?" And he goes, "Oh, but he can't talk to us like that." And I went, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Well, he's calling us as black so and so's all the time, mate. We've had enough of it," and I just sort of stood back and I went. I got it straight away. I got it straight away. So I said, "Oh, okay." And I, I, I took five minutes and and got gathered my thoughts around. I went, "Yep, no, it's not right. I've got to go and say something." So I went and I went and talked to the to the this person. I said, "Hey, listen, can we have a chat?" They went, "Yep." And I said, um, "You know, you just let you know that the boys are pretty upset. You can't you can't say that. Um, use that terminology. Or you know, and and mm. and just didn't want to um, own it. You know." He said, oh, yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll deal with it. Anyway, I went back in the room. This is the funny part of the story. I said to the boys, I said, well, boys, that's me. I'm done. I said, I guarantee <laughs> you that was that's me. My contract's gone. I'm out. All right, But I'll tell you what, he will not do that to you again. And sure enough, he didn't do it to, he didn't do, it, do them to again. He lasted another year um, because I think the, the club found out what was going on. Um, but sure enough, I got punted to, to another club. But the point that I'm trying mm. to make is that, you know, everything is around the review. This is where I don't want it to get lost. It's all around the review. Like, what we need to mm. do now, especially in the game, is to make sure that the first thing does, you, you read it out, is to look after the well-being of the people. And that includes the person that brought it up. Mm. You know, that's the most important yeah. part of this conversation. Yeah, I think um, there in this situation there's that fine line because it is a high-performing um, team. We've got to remember that. This is the Black Ferns. They are a high-performing um, uh, industry team. The way that world, w- women's rugby is heading at the moment, we want these these ladies and the, the women to have the best tools. But when it's come down to the crunch of it, like it is a high-performing team. So there's going to be tough conversations that are going to be had. But I think it's the way you deliver those tough conversations. I think... That's where, where Glenmore got it wrong. I've, I've been coached by Glenmore in uh, my first two years at the Landers, and he's a, he's a, he has a different approach to it. The, the language is pretty brutal, and you know he's he's never I never heard him say anything racist, but he is pretty pretty grumpy old fella. So you can understand that some of the things he might have said what might have just been taken a little bit too far. But he was trying to get the best out of it. But the reason the reality is it is a high performing side, and and there is a deficiencies that are going on in the Black Ferns and um, they've had a review and if anyone can fix it, we've got Wayne Smith, who, Louis, we're going to have on tomorrow, aren't we? Yes, is he? Wayne Smith, uh, just after yes. 8 o'clock tomorrow and he said he's just got a little bit of a cold at the moment, he's got a sore throat um, and I said, oh, I hope that's not, <laughs> I hope that doesn't coincide with you back coaching again, you haven't been doing too much yelling, Wayne, and he said, no, 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 it hasn't been, um, not as much as when I was coaching, is he? <laughs> and, and Izzy, you make a really good point there, you make a really good point mm. about um, old coaches, you know, and how they how they adapt to the current landscape. And it, and it changes all the time, you know. Tr- it can be said about any industry, horse training, you know, coaches in any yep. sport. You can't, you know, when, I, I, I can tell you, when I was a kid at school, my teachers, um, they took, they coached differently. 
you know, the, the younger grades coach mm. differently. And some of them still think that they can run the run the rule over that way they coached back in the 80s um, to today in 2020. And you can't, you know, you can't. There's, mm. there's gender diversity. There's, um, you know, the racial stuff that goes on all the time. There's the, the mental well-being that's well and truly out there in the forefront of everything. And as a coach, you have to have all of those... Um, tools and that ab- those abilities mm. to, to control that is part of your environment. And I think one of the things that they've pulled out here is, and there's 26 recommendations, is man, they've got to, they've got to get to work. They've got to get to work around mm. a whole lot of tools to bring this team up to the performing team that they expect it to be. I t- yeah, like I hope, like at the moment I feel like they're just cramming, cramming because the World Cup's not too far away and uh, we saw the the gap between New Zealand and England last year, and now we're cramming. But hey, it's better late than never. They've given themselves a chance. They've, they've put it all out there. They've been open and transparent about it. Everyone knows what's going on, and yeah, we'll keep it up. But mate, yeah, you think back to when you were coached by your old coaches, you think of the, some of the things that used to come out of their mouths, or some of the <laughs> things that we even used to say, you'd be like, did we say that? Or did they just say that? Like these days, it just wouldn't even happen. Oh, be frowned upon. But anyway. That's, uh, that's the big story of the day, and it's good to rip into it early. Thank you so much for your text, Charlie, on double eight double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Keep those coming through throughout the morning. We'd love to chat to you. Any questions you want to fire through to Kempi, who has been in the hot seat. He's been a coach, so he understands the, the things that go on inside a coaching environment and team. So we've got a big show today. Louis, how are you, brother? Yeah, good, Daggy. Um, yeah, we've got a good show today. We're going to be good to catch up with Bears. I just watched uh, Kane Williamson run an absolute clinic for the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Mm. Uh, he was going in an awesome clip, scooping Lockie Ferguson for six. So it's good to see the Kiwis going head-to-head and Sunrisers got up against one of the new uh, expansion teams. So we'll catch up with Baz. We're going to talk Lakers. So I've seen that Frank Vogel has officially been fired. He was fired on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um the, the story broke that he was fired. He found out that he was sacked via Twitter, which is pretty, or via the internet, which is pretty disappointing. Wow. Um, so he's actually <laughs> been he's actually been fired, fired now. Now Michael Duarte, who's our NBC lad out of uh, LA, he's actually at Lakers headquarters today doing the exit interviews with the team because they're dumped out of the wow. they've been dumped. So he's got a break in between where we, where we want to talk to him. So he can tell us and give us the pulse of one of the most famous sports franchises in the world when they have had one of this franchise's most disappointing and bizarre seasons in the history because they put a team together that people were saying we're going to win 70 games. Well, that is a long way from where they ended up, not even into the playoff. It's not even one of the top 10 teams in the Western Conference. Mm. So that'll be really interesting, Izzy. It might Mm. be a little bit hard for you. You have to grin and bear it, and uh, throughout the morning... We'll talk plenty more about all things going on today, like the Hurricanes and Moana Pacifica tonight. And a little bit of news around Anton Leonard-Brown, which we'll get to after this. Baz and Izzy for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Back in a second. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.